Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, June 21st. President Joe Biden called his Chinese counterpart a dictator just days after the United States tried to stabilize relations with the country. President Biden was not on camera at a private political fundraiser in California last night. And in those settings, he tends to speak perhaps more candidly than his aides would like him to. That certainly occurred last night. He said, quote, the reason why Xi Jinping got very upset in terms of when I shot that balloon down with two boxcars full of spy equipment in it is he didn't know it was there. No, I'm serious. That's what's a great embarrassment for dictators when they didn't know what happened, end quote. The president there is referring to that Chinese spy balloon. I'm sure you remember that the U.S. shot down earlier this year. And China's foreign ministry called those comments today, quote, open political provocation, adding, quote, the remarks seriously contradict basic facts, seriously violate diplomatic etiquette and seriously infringe on China's political dignity. Now, this comes on the heels of U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken taking a trip over to Beijing earlier this week, a trip that was meant to repair some of this frayed relationship between the U.S. and China. We're not going to have success on every issue between us um, uh, on, a, on any given day, but in a whole variety of areas uh, on the terms that we set uh, for this trip, uh, we have made progress and uh, we are we are moving forward. In his remarks last night, Biden also praised Blinken's work by reiterating that he, quote, did a good job and that improving the relationship would, quote, take time. The White House today is making no effort to walk back those comments from President Biden about President Xi last night. A senior administration official told CNN that Biden's candor on China should be, quote, no surprise. The official expressed confidence that Biden's comments will not upend U.S. diplomatic efforts, asserting the administration has, quote, every expectation of building on the progress Blinken made. Here's how a State Department spokesman tried to clean up the mess on aisle five that Joe Biden created without in any way suggesting that the president got over his skis. It should come as no surprise, of course, that we have uh, differences and disagreements with the PRC. And the president believes that diplomacy, including uh, this recent trip undertaken by the secretary, is a responsible way to manage tensions, uh, clear up misperceptions, avoid miscalculations. Uh, and all of this is uh, is in our interest uh, to do that. Uh, that does not mean, of course, we will not be blunt and, and forthright about uh, about our differences. Now, the timing of these comments obviously gives them even more attention, given Blinken's trip. Some U.S. officials tell CNN that they were caught off guard by the president's remarks, but perhaps for a different reason. Biden spoke publicly about private intel. One person familiar with the U.S. intelligence about the spy balloon said Biden's assessment that President Xi had been in the dark about it was accurate. That's what the intel community has believed to be the case. Quote, he didn't know about it, Biden told the donors, remember? Quote, when it got shot down, he was very embarrassed and he denied it was even there. 
But some officials CNN spoke to were caught off guard by Biden openly talking about intelligence that is not yet in the public domain. So while officials at the White House did not attempt to clarify Biden's remarks last night, that is not something that has been beyond them in the past. Listen to Biden answer a question from CBS's Scott Pelley last September about how far the U.S. would go to defend Taiwan, a democratic island China considers to be under its control. Would U.S. forces defend the island? Yes, if in fact there was an unprecedented attack. And listen to White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan walk those comments back two days later. He was asked a question, a hypothetical question in this interview. When the president of the United States wants to announce a policy change, he will do so. He has not done so. And remember when Biden went off script and said this shortly after Russian President Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. Secretary of State Blinken said this a day later. As you know, and as you've heard us say repeatedly, we do not have a strategy of regime change in Russia or anywhere else for that matter. As for Secretary Blinken's high-profile visit to China earlier this week, the first by a U.S. Secretary of State in five years, apparently some work did get done. Blinken spent two days in meetings with top Chinese officials and President Xi. On Monday, Blinken said some key issues were still left unresolved, like restoring military-to-military communications between the U.S. and China. That was a key goal, as two recent incidents have raised concerns that no contact between the two countries' top military officials could lead to unanticipated conflict. I think um, it's absolutely vital that we have these kind of communications, uh, military-to-military. I think that's an issue that we have to keep working on. Uh, It is very important that we restore those channels. The top U.S. diplomat also said his conversations touched on the war in Ukraine, North Korea, and, of course, Taiwan. He said he brought up what he called China's, quote, provocative actions to the Taiwan Strait, and also said the U.S. position on Taiwan has not changed. We uh, do not support uh, Taiwan's independence. We've made clear that we oppose any unilateral changes to the status quo uh, by either side, uh, we've been clear and consistent in our policy. At the same time, we and many others have deep concerns about some of the provocative actions that China's taken in recent years. Right there is Blinken encapsulating strategic ambiguity. Economic issues were also front of mind. Blinken was saying that the United States is not trying to contain China economically. He said that on areas of potential cooperation, the two sides agreed to explore a working group effort to address the fentanyl crisis. China is one of the top producers of those precursor chemicals that are used to produce a highly deadly synthetic drug that has claimed the lives of thousands. As for a Biden-Xi meeting anytime soon, well, White House officials are suggesting that the president's remarks last night will not impact any potential meeting, but that it is still too early to speculate. But Biden seemed hopeful as recently as this weekend. I'm hoping that over the next uh, several months, uh, I'll be meeting with Xi again and uh, talking about legitimate differences we have, but also how those areas we can get along. Potential venues for such a meeting could be in September's G20 summit, this time in New Delhi. The last time Biden and she met was at a G20 summit. 
Another could be in November in San Francisco when President Biden hosts the APEC summit. The last time she came to the United States was in 2017 for talks at Mar-a-Lago with then-President Trump. President Trump, in a recent interview with Brett Baer of Fox News, talked about his relationship with Chinese President Xi Jinping. I have a very good relationship with President Xi. If China invaded Taiwan, would you go to war to defend Taiwan? I don't want to say that because that hurts me in negotiations with regard to President Xi. Now, he knows what I do. President Xi and I had a very strong relationship, just like I did with Kim Jong-un of North Korea. One thing we know for certain as we are heading into the next year and a half of an increasingly heated political cycle, you will hear tough on China rhetoric from politicians on both the left and the right. It is one of the few rhetorical talking points that politicians across the aisle seem to find some agreement on. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.